Welcome. Thank you guys for joining me once again um, on domestic violence and how I survived. And if anybody would like to reach out um, via email, I do have an email at loveisnthurt at gmail.com. So if you would like to reach out for any reason, um, I have a few resources I can also recommend. I can, you know, whatever it is, empathetic ear. Um, and sometimes that's all, that is truly all we need just to kind of, you know, Hey, where can I start? Give me, you know, um, you know, give me ideas, whatever it is. And like I said, I, I, being in that position of not knowing where to go next is scary. Ooh, it's scary, 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 scary. But you have, if you're going to do this, you just, you know, it's one step and then the next one, you know, um, don't be afraid to fail because you're going to have your times where you'll be doing really good. You feel like you're, you're on a healing path. And then there's that day when it's like everything is just off, you know, and it's up to us to fix it when it's off. Give ourselves a break. Look at all the abuse you've went through. You've been traumatized by somebody who promised to love and care for you. That's a big deal. I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, that was one of the biggest friggin' what the hell? What kind of person is this? You know, like, I mean, truly. I felt like in the end, it was somebody who I did not know. Like, period. But the problem is, it's because their mask has fully come off. For my case, I was involved with a narcissist. Flat out. And he was a good one. You know. But it's all a matter of... We have to heal. Just like it took us to get ourselves out of that. And as hard as it was. And like I said, you're going to have your frailty days. You know, you're going to have days where it's going to be hard just to even just lift your head up out of your bed. You know, but then there's also those periods that you can string together. You can get things done. You, I mean, just... You're able to take the steps and you're you're doing all your self-care measures and you're growing spiritually. You're growing as a person. You're diving deep into your trauma because if nothing else, the longer you go with unhealed trauma, the more it's going to take for you to actually uncover your trauma work through it and find yourself on the other end which is friggin amazing because every single step that I have taken that I have discovered something that you know led to why like for me one of my biggest questions was how in the hell did I get myself involved with somebody like this you know and luckily for me I had therapy I had a lot of things going in my favor where I did a lot of self-education. You have to do that to 
to me, it, it's essential. You need somebody to talk to. You know, somebody, you know, who does this professionally. Like I said, for me, it was a therapist that I had over the phone. I didn't even have to go down to the office if I didn't want. I said, they do kind of make it a little bit easier for you now. But it's helped me. She helped me guide me. She helped me give me exercises to cope when I'm having, say, an anxiety attack as I'm driving down the road or something, you know. We don't plan these panic attacks or anything that, which is a ripple effect of the abuse that we had, you know, because we were in in fight or flight mode for so friggin' long that our body doesn't know how to relax. So we have to retrain it. And just like our brain, our brain has a tendency to be more negative than positive, just naturally. So it will find things that are wrong because it wants to do something. It's hard for it to sit still. Think about it. Anybody try meditation, especially for the first little bit that you try? Well, I still struggle with it sometimes. But I thoroughly enjoy what it does to me. It gets me grounded. It gives me clarity. I'm able to just... There are ideas that I even come up with that I really don't think would be there if it wasn't for meditation. It helps me get a moment of just that silence that you need. You know? And I do believe if you want clarity... If you want to be able to heal past your pains, period. And that definitely includes trauma. You're, you're going to need something that's going to get you to that point. And I don't care what it is. I mean, like, literally, for me, for me, my true, true, when it is just terribly bad, yeah, give me a second, I need to meditate. And there's times I will literally just throw in my earbuds real quick I will get like some sounding forks going or like the sound bowls having like a sound bath type of atmosphere going to kind of get me kick started and I'll pull them out once I am in that zone where I can keep myself calm and I give myself a few minutes do some box breathing you know I, I change up the rhythm and things like that to keep to keep my body in more of that present moment type of thing. And to me that is key. It's been key. I and it's all been derived from that first thing of self education. You gotta dig deep. It's kinda like when you're digging into your own family history you kind of have to do some of that work yourself you can get some of the ideas you know but in order to really find out you know what Uncle Craig really did when he was you know a young man you're going to have to find some records to find that out okay but and you have to look you gotta find you gotta you know research this stuff and for me the way the internet is opened up for so many 
it really is a true tool for you to use. And if you're not using it, I feel like you're truly missing out on a huge portion of your healing. Um, I can honestly say if it wasn't if it wasn't from the internet resources that I gained, um, I definitely would not be where I am at right now. No way. Like I said, there's there's been a lot that I've done. And I've gone through a lot of trauma. A lot of years. Years and years of abuse that I never thought would end. I thought I was stuck. thought I was trapped. But there was truly no way for me to leave. No way for me to be out. You know? And like I said in a previous episode, at one point in time, I thought I would have to wait. For family to find their way to kind of leave my house before I could do that. And that definitely was not putting me first. Because you are the author of your own story. And what you do with that and to turn those pages into chapters... At some point, yeah, you have to make the decisions on how you're going to live your life. How you as a person is going to be. Because you're going to have to refigure out who you are, what you what you are all about, all over again. Because I know for me, there's been a lot of things that I have dug up that I just... <sighs> Overall, there was a frustration to it. You know, I truly was never allowed to be who I am or even was, even as a child, you know, and that's what some of this is going to do. It's going to rip open some childhood wounds because you have a childhood wound. That's what made you such an attractant, especially if you have a narcissist who is your abuser. They, they want They want the good people, okay? Because they know that we'll forgive. They know that we'll give a break. They know that they can press the envelopes and the lack of boundaries and such a people-pleaser type of thing, you know? And to be honest, people-pleasing comes from your childhood trauma, you know? And you've got to find out what that childhood trauma was. Because as you're trying to find out why... I. Me personally, I do not ever want to find myself in another situation like that. Never. If you show tendencies, I'm out. That's that's plain and simple. You know. Um, like I said, you got to have the boundaries. You know. You will not disrespect me. You will not talk down to me. You will not degrade me. You will not shove my opinion off to the side like it means nothing. You know, and yeah, especially because I've had a lot of misogynistic crap that I've had to live with from from my childhood home all the way through to my married home, and that's bullshit. <laughs> I'll be honest, okay. And that's one of my boundaries. I I I had a loose boundary when it came to that type of stuff. You know, and I allowed things to be said or done that I should never have allowed. But I have learned that that is one of my boundaries now. 
And I will stand firm on that post anytime I need to. You know, and there's many other boundaries I've had to set. I've had to set boundaries with my father. I had to tell him to, I, one day I had to tell him to shut up. I've never told my dad that. But in all of part of me setting my boundaries and allowing and not allowing certain things, you know, you have to set boundaries some days. And when somebody is putting you down for no reason or saying things that shouldn't be said, you gotta say, yo, stop. You know, which it worked. So, you know, um, I still am very kind and I, I will, you know, always try to, you know, I don't want to come across to anybody as grr, like, period, no. Okay, you make me that way, well, you know, you chose your words and so did I. You know, um, but I will not tolerate and I'll leave the room before somebody is putting me down or insulting me or, you know, finding some way to demean what I am or what I do. You know, just that's how that goes. And that is part of my healing process. Because at one point in time, yeah, you could have sat there and said all kinds of stuff, and I'd just sit there. I would absorb every single word that was said. And it would crush my soul. But would I dare tell somebody I didn't like that? Not until I start growing some backbone. I started doing that as I got older. But definitely as a young child, there's no way I would have ever said anything. You know... Like I said, these, these wounds and the trauma that we endured is more than just the relationship we got into. You know? And believe it or not, when you look back at what you put what you put yourself through, through trying to get out of it, the healing process that you have made. I don't know about you, but I am ooh, I am damn proud of myself. And you should be too. This was huge. Most people couldn't survive what you survived. I don't know about you, but there are a few times there where I found myself where my life was flashing before my eyes because I didn't think I was quite going to make it through. Luckily, I did. And it didn't go as far as what it had appeared like it was going. I think the person kind of snapped out of it, to be be perfectly honest. Because if anybody has been abused, especially by a narcissist, there's that moment that their mask completely comes off as they are coming after you physically and they're trying to hurt you. Their eyes become extremely dark. The face is... It's its a scowl-like, at least in my situation, that looked more natural than any other facial expression you saw them have in the whole time you knew them. And yeah, that scares... I'll get out. Anybody who's been through that, you know. And if you know, yeah, you know. 
you know, plain and simple. And I seriously, seriously hope and pray that this podcast reaches whoever needs to be reached because that's what reached me that helped me and that's kind of what I'm doing I'm putting out content out there that helped me on my journey I found myself listening to audiobooks that helped YouTube videos about abuse explaining what it is explaining like in my situation I, I knew he was a narcissist. It's helped me identify the type of narcissist he was. It's helped me understand some of the things that he did, like the gaslighting, you know, and and the manipulation that he did, and how he, he actually sought me out before we got involved. And the reason for that was because he saw tendencies and things that I had about myself that he did not. He did not have those. He didn't have empathy. He didn't have true love in his heart. He wasn't truly kind. There was always some payment for my services type of thing. You know, what do I get out of it? You know, and... Part of the understanding is that's how you got picked. Narcissists need that because they need that for their supply. They need it because it's also the type of person that they can try to control, manipulate, and gaslight, and love bomb. Who they can love bomb, you know. But like I said, it's it's all in a matter of you have to go through those and figure out why. Why was I... Why me? Okay. Was one of the first questions, you know. Why me? How come? And now what? You know. Now that I'm, you know, done. Now what? You know. Where do I go? Discover yourself. Go into nature. You know. Go camping. Go fishing. Go on a friggin' just a slight walk. Doesn't matter. And that also helps when you're having one of those days or one of those moments where just... You just need, give me a minute type of, you know, you've got a migraine going, you got body aches and pains and everything else. One of the first things I do is I meditate. It helps me with all of that. It, like I said, it gives me body clarity. I'll go on, I'll go on a walk. If I'm outside, whew, goodness, give it here, okay? Dance, listen to music, you know? Exercise of any kind. I don't care what it is. Get your butt. I don't care if you just dance like you're one of those stupid. I don't know what they call it, but it's like a balloon that's outside of like a car dealership with the wavy arms. Okay. You know, do that for a minute or two. Go take a shower. Just make sure that at one point in time, you kind of go cooler water, if nothing else. Try to go as cold as you can for a moment. And it, it's. It reignites all of your senses. And that's kind of what you want. You know, you want to be in the present moment. Because what's going on is part of, like for me, that is part of my PTSD that I have. It's actually CPTSD that I have. And 
if I'm having a moment that I feel like I'm having a flashback to an abuse situation that took place, all of a sudden, when I do one of those and I'm more mindful of where I'm at and what I'm doing and all that, I'm able to do some sort of technique. And even if it's just deep breathing for a couple of minutes, okay, because that's all I can do because of the situation. You're being more mindful of who you are, what you are, where you are. You're in the present. You are right here. You feel the air. Listen for the sounds around you. You know, smell the smells around you. They may be not so pretty, but it'll, it, like I said, it's all part of bringing you back to the now instead of the past, because that's what you're doing. In essence, your body is reliving what you had already gone through and what you've survived. You know, that huge, huge. You know, and like I said, for me, all of these things, I go through some form of body movement. I'll do some kind of art. I don't care if it's coloring in a coloring book, draw something, whatever, a stick figure. I don't care. You know, just get them flowing because they will get there. And to be honest, you know, we're at the state right now. I'm sure all of you guys have had to go find a job, whether you had one or not. You probably had to relocate in some form or another. So you've had to restart all over again. You may not even have half your belongings you've ever even had, you know. So you may not even have a couch in your apartment, okay, or your room that you're renting or whatever that's going on, you know. But you're finding a way. It's huge. Because at one point, you didn't think there was even a way out. And you are finding a way. And you are kicking ass. You are healing. You are listening to podcasts, trying to grow yourself. And if this is listening for somebody else, thank you. We need more people like you. Because you are the people that help support those of us who've been through this. Because the more we have of somebody that says, hey, I'm here to help you. Let me hold your hand. Here, let me carry your bag for a moment. That's what you do when you're one of our one of the allies. One of the people that says, hey, I came across this. You might want to listen to her. You know. And I appreciate anybody who does pass that on. You know. It's... This is an extremely long tiring process but every milestone that I meet on this journey of mine of healing and becoming and refining who I really am the more I'm able to breathe that much easier with a lighter load because I'm actually processing through all the trauma from me being an adult to me a child to the things I wish I could have would have should have done differently especially as a parent because this impacted my kid period you know I I feel like you know we all kind of go through that where you feel like hey I had the deal for this and this is what I got you know and it's up to us to be who we are and finding your true authentic self is the best way for healing, at least for the road that I've taken. And 
I like I said, I'm truly proud of anybody who's gone through this, who has been able to start to change their mindset and be more more present and more in the moment of their own life and realize that you are the author of this book. The you're the director of this movie, you're the one that, you know, you are in control. You know, and it doesn't matter what anybody says, what they think, what they feel, what they it just doesn't and it's up to you to live how you feel best. You know, and and through that, yeah, you're going to have to strip off some band-aids from childhood shit that caused by parents that didn't know any better, who were hurt themselves, and you're going to have to deal with that, you know, because that's kind of part of it. But I'm, I'm telling you that it, it does help. All of these things, you know, we find our spiritual path. We find the music, the art, the creativity, the thing that just gets us. And we can get into a zone, whether it is just, I need some solace or I need just to unwind. Color, use one of your kids' coloring books. Embrace your child, that inner child. The more you do that the better off that you're going to be. And I'm telling you, your healing will just skyrocket. Really, there's... There really isn't, like, any one cookie-cutter way. But all of these methods mixed together, it works. I, I, It just does. You know, like I said, you want to get that mind focused into the now breathing techniques in through the nose out through the mouth you know um, look up different different types of healing coping mechanisms you know because there's something out there that's going to work for you it may not be meditation for me it was it may not be meditation for you I don't know walking may not work for you but maybe if you went fishing Maybe that's what works for you. Like I said, we have to just kind of figure out what it is and go for those things that you enjoy. Eat something you haven't eaten in forever or ever. It changes It changes your mind. It changes the body. Because these are things that we have not eaten. So, you know, don't just always be doing the same, 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 same. Eventually... It will help you grow the more you do things different. Because you'll be able to find out what you like, what you don't like. If nothing else. And that's just bare minimum surface of what will happen if you try something new. And that is going to help you heal. So, I want to thank you guys for coming again. And I will be recording again um, within the week. So, um... I cannot wait for the next episode and I can't wait to hear what anybody has to say, any feedback or anything. So, um, again, the email is loveisnthurts at gmail.com. Alright, thank you guys so much. And remember, you are the author of your own story. Remember that. You're in control. You got this. <laughs>